Hello and welcome to Rick Radio Community Sport. This is our new sport podcast looking at local sport in the area. Did you know that Olympic gold boxing champion Michael Carruth, who won a gold medal at the Barcelona Olympics in 1992, is a sports development officer with Dublin City Council in the area? Well, he is. And I caught up with him to find out about his work that he does on a daily basis. And we also look back on his gold medal performance 30 years ago. First, I asked him to outline the start boxing programme he's working on at present. Uh, we were initially given a contract for two years with one, ex- one year extension. And uh, we, there's five of us who do it. We cover the whole Dublin city centre areas, you know, and schools. We work with every group that want to work with us, you know. And um, with that, you know, as I said, we were given an initial two-year period. And then the schools loved us coming in. And we go in and we do the start box programme, which would consist of 13 weeks of training. So we do four weeks in the school, four weeks in a local boxing club, and four weeks in the national stadium, and we start picking kids uh, from ability to even they didn't have to be the greatest uh, techniques and, and style. You know, anybody that was putting hard work in got rewarded. And we we done our showcase finals in the national stadium, and a big thank you to the national stadium as well for allowing us all these years to do it with not charging us, which is fantastic as well. Uh, obviously, a huge big thanks goes to Dublin City Council because they've been our, our funders for now nearly thirteen. This is our thirteenth year of what was supposed to be three and we, we can't be any more thankful to DCC because anything that we ask for we get it off them. Anything they ask us to do we do for them as well. So it's a great um comradeship and it's a great partnership with, with them as well. But getting back to the, the start box, the start box is, you know, it's a it's a chance for kids to, you know, to train in high performance training as well, as well as in local boxing clubs, as well as in their in their, their gym in the school. And we bring that we develop them from one stage to another stage to the other stage, and we're hoping that the fourth stage will be that they join a boxing club, Brilliant, and, yeah, and take it from there. So we've you know there's been a lot of champions over the years that we've you know in the 13 years that we've been doing this. Um, I'm not going to name names because some boxing clubs might get a, get the hump, but they know who you are. They, start, you know they I mean? started so, with you, and they, and they know who they, the and they, they would never have taken a boxing probably if they hadn't have done the start box program. Yeah, you, know? you mentioned um, 13 weeks stints is is it, in school obviously school year. Yeah, pre Christmas after Christmas. What we do we do we start in September, so we'll do a, a program from September to December. Yeah, uh, in this in the schools they'll obviously get midterm break and around Halloween and things like that so we, we cater for all that and we'll fight them in the first or second week in December in the National Stadium uh, and if you've never been in the National Stadium it's it, it's the only purpose built building for boxing in Europe at the time when it was built you know so it's a fantastic venue I remember when I was 10-11 years old getting into the ring the first time you know Thought I was a brave lad. Thought I was, you know, <laughs> thought I was a cocky lad. Nerves can get to anybody, you know. And uh, but I won my fight, so it wasn't too bad. But again, fighting in the boxing arena, you know, having your grandparents, having your mammy, your daddy there, your brothers or sisters, you know. Uh, as I said, nobody loses in the national stadium on the start box program. Both hands go up, you know, because it's it, your reward for you know getting to that stage, and um, they love it. They love, the schools love it, and, and all of a sudden, like I said, it's you know it was the, the the school's ringing us then, Michael, can we book in for yeah, September? Yeah. For the, so we do September to December. 
we have our Christmas break and then we go from January to nearly close of business at the uh, summer breaks, you know, because yeah, you have yeah. a midterm break in there, you have an Easter break in as well, after Christmas as well, and we do another 13-week uh, program again because four weeks, four weeks and four weeks, and then the 13th week is normally the showcase final. Mm. And uh, we, we've been doing that. The pandemic has, has affected everybody, so we're hoping to get back to normal this September now, I think everything is good to go. We're talking to the National Stadium, they're all for it. And, you know, we're going to get the kids back to, you know, it, it is a very fun orientated as well. We have a, a DJ there, John McAvoy, and John Boxford, Ireland, but he's a, he's a DJ. He actually worked with me when I, I walked out to, to Northside uh, for, for the first couple of years in this um, uh, the the showcase and he is a gas man. He does all. Let's get ready to rumble and he gets the kids up and <laughs> yeah, it, it's, yeah. It's 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 not it's not a normal tournament if you know what I mean. Like, yeah, because everybody in a normal tournament is winning and losing. Yeah, you know, and nobody likes to lose. You know, and uh, it's participation. Yeah, you know, and uh, but the bottom line is, it's about participation. Mm. It's about getting kids. You know, they all can't be the greatest GA players in the world or the greatest footballers in the world. Boxing is a very individual sport as well. If you push yourself to what you want and push yourself a little bit further, you're gonna open doors. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna win titles. You know, and with that, like, we've some great championships over the years in our national championships. We've great champions. You know, we're the we're the most successful sport in the history of the Olympic Games. You know, we outmedal every other sport, and I'm not bragging here. Yeah, well, maybe yeah. I am. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe I should. Maybe I should. Yeah, that people yeah. should listen to the greatest sport this country has ever had in the Olympic Games, and likely ever to have, because we outnumber every one of them that go to the Olympics with more medals, and that's not a fluke. Mm. That's through hard work and determination from the clubs at club level to the elite level. You mentioned uh, the schools that starts in the schools. Is it primary school, young age group, or is it? We would normally schools? work with fifth class and sixth class, you know. Yeah, and we work with transition years. That's fifth, fifth in in secondary school. Secondaries as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So why did the P with the TYs is some of them don't have enough curriculum in in their in their work as well, you know. So um, it's an, an, a lovely add-on, you know, that they can do a boxing program and it's not we're not just teaching them boxing we're teaching them coaching as well like not every boxer who joins a boxing club stays at a boxing club you know but you'd like the ones staying on as coaches and you know maybe judges or you know officials they stay in in the game yeah. you know rather than they might be the best boxer in the world but they can be the best secretary of the world or the best treasurer or the best chairman or whatever way it goes you know so we always like to keep them active that way as well but it's again it's one of those you know sports as well it's a tough sport, you know. Mm-hmm. You're getting hit, you yeah, know, man. And you know you have to now have to throw the one two and duck, and more importantly, <laughs> make sure you do the duck. Yeah, <laughs> so, but it's one of those things, you know. Tell me, I've, I've seen you across the way here uh, down in uh, RICC, and yeah. uh, just tell us a little bit about your involvement with us here in in Rings End. Well, this is my area, Southeast uh, of, yeah. of Dublin is my area, you know. So I cover all every part of this, so every school, every every anyone that I can, and I haven't got you as yet. Send me an email or send me get get me number off the IABA. Uh, it's there on the on, on the web page. You know, if you want me to work with your school or your group, you know. And uh, what it is this? I love this area. You know, it's 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 steeped with history with boxing as well. When you think where we are, Rings End as well. The great boxing club, Rings End Boxing Club, back in the day, mm. produced some powerful champions. You know, it kind of flitted away a bit. We we'll have to get the ringer back up again, and they're they're doing a good job at, at the moment as well. They've got a nice little. 
cabin there. It's a little, it's a little small, but they, they don't have huge numbers at the moment. But you know, again, if you're if you're looking at the Olympic Games last year, and particularly young girls, you're looking at Kelly Henson at the winning the Olympic Games. You know, a girl that's just across the water. You know, um, true, yeah, and the dub. You know, um, it's a huge, huge uh, thing for kids. You know, the amount of kids who join boxing. When I won my Olympic Games, now nearly thirty years, believe it or not, we're getting old, buddy. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Years, you know, so, um, and that's the eighth of August coming. I'll be thirty years Olympic champion. You know, the same fellow called Kenny Egan decided to join a boxing club. Didn't realise it was my uncle's boxing club in Nailstown, and he asked him, "Why do you want to join the boxing?" He said, "I want to be like Michael Crute," and. My uncle now says, Michael Crutz, crap. So what are you talking about? He says, you know. So I said, you can join the club anyway. So a few weeks later, Kenneth was doing well and Noel said to him, come on, we're going to get down to trim the boxing club for do some spares. And he goes, but that's Michael's club. He says, yeah, come on. We'll get down. Still hadn't told him, you know. So Noel came in and I was just slagging a match with Noel because I had hair at the time, you know what I mean? And he was a little bit bald, you know, and I said, oh, you baldy get you. And he goes, grump you, you old grump, you know. And, and Kenny was looking at this, what the hell's going on? Oh, did I not tell you? Michael's my co- my nephew, he says, you know what I mean? And of course, Kenny nearly killed him after that, you know what I mean? But Kenny went on to win, win Olympic gold medal, or Olympic silver medal. Yeah, he fell at yeah. the last hurdle, but what, what an Olympic Games he had, you know. And things like that encourage people. Our girls in particular now have two great models in, in Kelly and Katie. You know, they are two exceptional people and exceptional boxers as well. And it's, it's, it's a credit to them and the coaches again as well, as well as our high performance. We have to credit our high performance as well. You know, we have great coaches there in Zorant here and, and, and guys like that as well. And they've, they've, he's brought us to another level in relation to international boxing. But to win two Olympic Games, you know, you know the girls, it's fantastic. Boys, you want to start copying yourself on 30 years. I'm, I'm, yeah, still, yeah. I'm still carrying the flag. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. so let's get a boy this next time, hopefully. You know? <laughs> I was asking earlier on too that when, when at the start boxing, when it's on, if you're out here in the rear, yeah. outside or whatever, do you notice a, a young kid, either a boy or a girl, that you, you think... You'll, you'll see, you'll you know, see something. Yeah, you'll see they something, could be an Olympic know? or world champion. Like as a coach, as a, you know, like as a coach you now, and as a you know former Olympic, I'm never former Olympic champion. I'm, I'm always Olympic champion. Uh, <laughs> I'll see things. Our co- other coaches will see things. You know, you'll see which way he or she is doing our stance, which way we're asking them to throw the punch, they're throwing the punch. You know, you know which way their movement is. You know, even basic things like skipping. They're, they're skipping well. They're training hard. They're doing. They're putting the effort in. You know, mm. and you see that type of person. And you go over to them. You should be in a boxing club. Where do you live? And I say, Well, I live here. Well, there's a boxing club there, there, and there. You go to that boxing club. All of a sudden, the, the coach. The first thing anybody will ask you when you go into an, into a boxing club, have you ever boxed before? And yeah. you say, No, but I've done the start box program, and they'll know that by doing that. The staff workers, they, they know they have a boxing stance. They know what a training session is. They know to bring boxing gloves, boxing wraps, skipper skip ropes, yeah, bottle yeah, of water. Yeah. All, everything's little yeah. towel, you know, change yeah. your clothes afterwards, the whole thing. And they know to do that, you know. But more important, they know that this kid has a boxing stance. This kid knows how to throw punches because they've been taught by the staff box. Right? And from that, then the coaches will bring in their own quirkiness and their own little ways of training and their own ways of fighting. And that's, that's nothing wrong with that. But as long as the kid stays in the, in, in the game, so is what we want. You know? And as I said, uh, 13 years later now, we're still, 
we're still looking for those champions. We're still looking for those kids to, to put their name forward to joining great clubs. You know, and every club is a great club. You know, I I don't you know just because there's bigger clubs in the in the clubs and in the counties and in the in the country. Every club is a great club, and because they are given their own time to be there that night with you. You know, so what you can give them is a little bit more. You know? on average, too looking at. Odd sports, boxing is it something that you would have to do every day to you know to be good? Yes, you have to. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you know, listen. If you don't use it, you lose it. You know, yeah. it's one of those type of things. You need breaks as well. Listen, my father was my coach since I, I had my first fight when I was seven years old. You know, and I made him a silly promise that I was going to win the Olympic Games. You know what I mean? And he did. He, he kept it, and I, <laughs> I kept my promise. You know what I mean? But I forgot all about it. You know, so I got to tell him after I won my first fight, I'm going to win the Olympics. You know? Yeah, and he says, "Right, make me a promise." I says, "Right," I said, "I promise you, I'm gonna win the Olympics." And I said, "So some seventeen years later, I, I, I done it." Yeah, I came back to the corner that that morning uh, that after the fight was finished, and he says, "Thanks." And I, <laughs> he says, "For keeping your promise," and then all of a sudden, I became that seven year old in the in the in the ring again, right? And then I remembered straight away. And I made him a promise, you know. So it was a great thing to have my father in my corner. He was my, you know, like we were known, we weren't known as father and son. We were known nearly as brother and brother, you know. Where's Ozzy? Now his nickname was Ozzy. We nicknamed him Ozzy. I said, Where's Ozzy? With Michael? Where's Michael? With Ozzy? No. We were inseparable in that regard, you know what I mean? But he was a great person, taught me great things, you know. And like some coaches will, will be a bit grumpy. Some will have other ways of teaching. But listen, they know what they're talking about. They're not giving their time off for nothing, you know. Any kid that wants to join boxing, do it. You know, that's why not. I said, it's not for you, it's not for you, you know. But if it is for you, you know, you might mm. become the next mm. Kelly Herndon or Katie Taylor or Michael Carruth. True know? enough. And true hard work. And it's only true hard work, you know. Like, if you're doing your exams, you have to do as much work in your exams when you're doing your training. And, and that's one thing that we insist on in our boxing club, that your education comes first. You don't let anything come before your education. You have to do your exams, you have to do your swatting, you're doing them. You can, you can go for a run for 20 minutes after you've done your, tra- after you've done your exercise and that, or your, your, your studying, you know? You don't have to be in the club, you know, at that time. Good kids will, will do it themselves. You know, I was a good kid in the sense that I'd done my homework, I went and done my run, I done my training session. You know? I also had a coach in the in the house all the time, twenty four seven, exactly. doing pads with me and doing everything else with me. And so, but it was a good thing between me and my father is what we had a we had a cut off stage as well. Stop talking boxing, you know what I mean? And that was it. We weren't allowed to talk. Man, to kill us, you know what I mean? So, and that was it. So it was one of those type of relationships. But um, he was the greatest person I knew. Was my father. We're coming up to the anniversaries, he said, 30 years. Yeah, 30 Michael, years. You know, I normally get a phone call on, on the 8th of August from him. Yeah. Know, and uh, and he tell me I won the fight. You know, and I said, jeez, I know. Like, you know, 30 years, he ring me for the last, he's gone now the last 10 years, you know, 11 years. and uh, But he'd still ring me. He watched it in slow motion once. It took him three hours. And I'm going, hey, you, Lala. I said, oh, he goes, <laughs> And he says, you won that fight? I said, I know that. <laughs> so, so I'm always waiting for that phone call on the 8th of August, you know what I mean? But, yeah, someone else will tell you it's out of story. And that's the bottom line, you know what I mean? But, uh, you know, we are so delighted. The five of us who, who do the programme, which is Paul Quinn, Oshane Fagan, Ed Griffin, 
Noel Burke, who happens to be Kelly Herndon's coach. Okay? Yeah, yeah. And Michael Groot, who have been on the Starbucks uh, Starbucks from the you know the working with Dublin City Council with IABA uh, for the last thirteen years, and it's been a it's been great, and it really has, and it's it's getting even better. You know, we're hoping, as I say, we're going to get back to some kind of normality. This coming after the, the the summer break now with the kids back in uh, on the holidays. They're going to be coming into the Sandbrook program. A lot of a lot of the kids in, the, in all our schools. And as I was say, if we haven't touched your school yet, get on. Come to along, you know? Michael. Before you go, I just want to ask as well because you work with people with disabilities as well. We do, yeah. Which, which, yeah and yeah. That, and that's something that schools, anyone out there, you work with Michael's house and I say I work. Yeah, two groups from this area here. I yeah, work Michael's house and I work with Roslyn College. You know and. Um, I have the crack with them. I have more fun with these than anybody else, you know. And they, 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 they always put it up to you. You know what I mean? They always want to forgive the pun. They, they want to kick my ass. One or two, two of them say it every day too. So I have to say it to you. Know, I'm going to kick your ass. One of them say it to me, you know. And the fun I have with them, you know. And I give them nicknames, and I get in the ring with them, and I let them bash me in the whole line yards. And it's just another way for them to, you know. But when they get tired. They get grumpy, you know. Yeah, and yeah. You have to try get them, we get them up again. You know, Roslyn College are a great, great group. Um, I've, I've been working with them now, um, maybe seven, ten years now. I think with them, and there's been some great characters over the years coming in, in and, and out of the, the boxing club. They would normally come to Drimna and and train with me there because, as would uh, St Michael's House, because again we were training. We started off in the car park of. Uh, St. Michael's House in, in Ratmines there and it's mm. kind of undulating and and so it was a little bit it rained we were in trouble you yeah, know? yeah we then moved to a football pitch and I said the rains were in trouble I said why don't you just bring them to the boxing the club boxing club yeah, said, yeah. and it, it cost you nothing you know you, you just drive down and uh, it's it, the, the club doesn't charge anything you know and uh, we work with groups like that and it's so rewarding when you when you when you see them going out of out of the clubhouse knackered, you know what I mean? But wanting to go again, you know, and uh, and that goes for the five of us, all five of us would work with, with special needs and special groups as well. Brilliant. For schools who want to get involved with the with the uh start boxing, uh as you say. Get on to our, our, our page, you know, start box page. Uh, Ed Griffin is in charge of it, you know, and Ed will answer anything that needs to be answered. Um we normally work with as I said in the start box program we would work with kids in fifth and sixth class and mm. kids in transition year. Yeah. Yeah. Secondary schools, you know. And as I say, we do a twelve week course which the four to four and the four, which is bronze, silver and gold. And they all get certificates, even if they're not moved into the second phase or the third phase, they all get certificates on what they finished. Because we can't bring up every school, every pupil. Yeah. Because there'll be billions. You know what yeah, I mean? So yeah. um we have to limit it to so many from each school because there's five of us doing this at the same time with six to eight primary schools a week to four to six secondary schools a week. You know, so we have to middle it down to numbers and then hopefully they, they get matched up um, with people of their own ability. If they're too good, we could bring in boxers from our own clubs and move them around. You know what I mean? Yeah. As I say, nothing's going to, nobody gets hurt in this. Ed is in the Ed is a referee. He's an international referee. Uh, you got myself, Noel, and Paul. We're all um, international coaches. You know? Yeah, yeah. So with that, nobody gets hurt. You know, and it is one of the best days you'll ever have. You must come down in in, in uh, December to the national stadium and and have a look at it, and because it is absolutely 
crazy because <laughs> the kids come in, there's barrel-ons, there's bugles, there's everything going on. And, and his DJ. It's noisy, and DJ, who's, who thinks he's still 16 years old. You know? We let him think that, you know, but again... It, it wouldn't go on only for the Dublin City Council because yeah. they, they have now funded us now this is our, gone into our 13th year and only for them this wouldn't exist you know a big thank you obviously to our our, who, our employers who are the Irish Amateur Boxing Association but the Dublin City Council have made this happen you know and it, we're so thankful to them as well they're looking for another champion from Dublin as well so am I you know we got <laughs> Kelly that this year or last year we might get another one in the next Olympics have, have you seen one out there at the moment Michael? there's, there's a few there's quite yeah. a few Cabra are a good club you know you've got Lavon um, are a very good club as well um, Monkstown very good Crumlin uh, Trimna which is my club um, you've got there's a lot of good clubs and they're just Dublin clubs you know Nationwide, we are at our best, nearly. You know, we, you know. I was talking to a guy we call Paul Griffin, he's European champion back in nineteen ninety one, and mm-hmm. we're looking at the boxing. At eleven years old, and we're watching these two kids, and we're going, it's unbelievable, you know. And we're going, geez, they're they're better than us, you know. What I mean? mm-hmm. Now, there's no fudger behind us saying, listen, you're being a bit hard on yourself, you know. Is there a European and Olympic champion you used to? You know, but I said, I said, at their age, they were better than us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they have to get to our age and be as good as us, you know. So there's always targets. There's always, you should always have that, you know. My goal. Or that promise you can make to yourself. Yeah. And make to somebody, your coach or somebody, your dad, your ma. Yeah. Remember, a seven-year-old made that promise and it came through, you know. So with that, it's, um, listen, as I said, boxing is one of the greatest sports in the world. It can be one of the worst as well, you know, because... Thousands of punches can make a career, one can end one. You know what I mean? And that's boxing, you know. But that's more so professional than amateur because you never go away from your amateur club. Even if you box for us, for the build of kids who come on and they made something of themselves and they come into the club and they throw a few quid or sponsor this and they always want to be associated with a club that they're so fond of and looked at them so good. Well, Michael, it was brilliant having you in to us here. Uh, in uh, Rick Radio to tell us all about uh, your your career too and also what's going on in, uh, with Dublin City Council and uh, the OABA with the Star Boxing Program. We wish you the best for the future. Thanks very much. That's all from the Community Sport Podcast for this week. My thanks to Dylan on sound and editing. See you for more sport next Tuesday at 12 noon. From me, Mick Hanley, take care and have a good week.